Yes, welcome to New Ideas Original Podcast featuring Shanam, Mr. Rob, and Zane. What's up, y'all? What's good? What's good? We got a special one tonight. Yes. We got a special one. Yo, let's not even hold back. Let's bring the brother in right now. Lyricist, legend. Super legend. P, his own Billy Dance. What's up, bro? How you doing? <laughs> What's up, brother? I'm good, man. I'm out here in the fight. Enjoying the game, man. Just still moving, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would like to repeat what, Flint, what, what Fane would usually do. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Fane, Fane puts a battery in my back every time I hear him spit, yo. I love Fane, yo. I swear I do. Man, I'll, yeah. nah, I'll be trying to keep. I, I'm trying to keep up with him, man. He got this. The dude is so musically inclined, like he's in tune. It's almost like he walk on the downbeat, right? He, he can't dance. I don't know how he's always on beat, though. <laughs> but as as an as an artist, he's somebody that he's one of the only artists that, uh, I can be in the room with and get that energy from. You know what I'm saying? Like he give me, he give me that energy, and, and I always, you know, I, I want to make him proud of me. So because the standard I hold, he holds me to. You know what I mean? And the stat that I hold him to, especially as an artist. So that's my guy, and he give me that push and that drive. Incredible artist. Yo, you can put MOP and dance in the same the, the same sentence, bro. Like yo, to me, MOP make fight music. Anytime I hear MOP song, I get charged. Yo, yeah, amped up, son. Crazy amped up. <laughs> uh, yo, so, so 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 Billy Dance, let me ask you straight off the rip. When you started rapping and who inspired you to get into rap? You know, I think my my sister inspired me and this was obviously many years before I actually started rapping professionally. Um you know, it was kind of the thing to do in the neighborhood. Not like it is now. You know what I'm saying? Like this to do, like later for college, later for school now how it is but not like that it was like it was a fun thing to do i was the youngest in the neighborhood so my sister hooked me up with a little you know uh, uh rapper's name was weird uh <laughs> but, you know that was kind of my, my beginning of of hip-hop but again it goes back to saying like same day that drop he asked me to do a record with him. my head was in a total different space and I went to do a record with him, and the record turned out to be How About Some Hardcore, my very first time in the studio. Um, and we got a deal with half the record was halfway done. Wow. So, yeah, I owe a lot to that dude. <laughs> you know the first time you ever went to the studio to record, you recorded How About Some Hardcore? I recorded as much of the record as I could, and we got a deal with a half done record. Shit. You know what too Like like I said we got to deal with a half done record And that's because uh, In that time like The record company And really had passion for music So they was able to hear What I couldn't even hear I was just fascinated with hearing myself come out of a speaker With a half done record He saw uh, at least a whole record Or a way to hustle another Like do <laughs> Jeff and with the half done record, you know what I'm saying? So, but back then they had the passion. So, uh, uh, that, you know, that, that's what 
got our shit today, you know what I mean? How does the song How About Some Hardcore end up on a House Party 3 soundtrack? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was funny with two different worlds, but um, we were, we were uh, signed to the same label, which was Select Records. Um, shout out to uh, Mr. Fred Maneo over there who gave us our first deal. He's the first that was in the industry and his believes in that so um and couldn't play with time to the label too so that's that's kind of how that happened i had no clue nothing nothing about it and uh but all done then we went and watched the premiere and you know they played the record in the joint so i was happy about it you know and it's on and it's on g d uh uh grand theft audio 4 on xbox go ahead rob yeah he got they got a lot of video game footage man Yo, who, who are the top M, top two MCs you enjoy listening to right now? Right now, you know what? I'm listening to cats from my era. Everybody, I'm always enjoying the locks because they always got something dope. It's something always extra. Everything's dope, but then there's always something that's extra dope about the locks, whether they're okay. separate or together. Um, I like. I, I don't. I don't discriminate. So, so the kids from the younger era. I listen to maybe one of them. That uh, last Drake song. I don't know. For me, I don't know if the last song. I may be, you know, uh, a little behind. But he got a little song where he's, where he's singing on it, which I know this is something always does. But one, uh, he can write that kind of. I feel good about. Um, always gonna listen to Kendrick Lamar. Um, Gangstar just put a, put an album out, rest in peace, uh, my brother group. I mean, they just put a new song out the other day. Um, right. Right. That, you know, bro, I'm, I'm listening to anybody that inspires me. Right. So not just the, the cats that's the staff, but even some cats that I'm uh, kind of working with. Um, I I just uh, linked up with uh, a site called Rapsol. Like, Capital, but Rapsol. Right. And um, a young man invited me to basically battle, not battle, but form a team for a cypher and see what who cypher come out. So I'm going to utilize all the local artists that I can find in that area. Of course, right. I'm, a, you know, I'm not just screening. I want to make sure that they're dope. And um, so, so I'm working with, with young artists. I'm listening to anything that's dope, bro. It doesn't right. matter where you're from, you know, um, how much, how, you know, how much you accomplish it is or not. Because at one time or another, we neither one of nobody has accomplished, has no accomplishments, so you got to get to that point. So I'm listening to everybody, bro. If it's dope, I want to hear it because I need inspiration. I can't get that from whoever's uh, uh, on the top playlist in the right. radio market. You know, right. or at least I don't feel like that. So I'm listening to everybody that. Unseen. I get my and, I get my uh, my here. And, and you, you talk about inspiration, man. You work with and you work with the likes of just about every fucking body. Keep it real. But let's talk about Gangstar in particular. How's the how's that influence sharpened your skills as far as rhyming, being influenced by Guru and Premier? Well, first of all, let's well we can't separate, but separately, um, Guru. Has one of the, I mean, when I hear his voice, like it's something about his voice, right? 
egregious thing. And I'm like, I don't, his voice is, my man, his voice was so crazy, bro. You know what I'm saying? So that motivated me. It didn't fit his how he looked. It's like he talked like that, right? Right. But really, (laughs) (laughs) but really, but really, it it did because even he looked different from everyone else too. He carried himself different from everyone else, so it was perfect for his voice to be different from everyone else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um. And Premier, we already know, you know what I mean, as far as his, his legacy, not just legacy, because people that don't know him and look at his legacy and be like, wow, he's really accomplished, but he really worked for his accomplishments. You know what I mean? Uh, Premier, when it's time to do a record, Premier, when it's time to do a record, Premier, do the record at that time. So he don't go and give you a bunch of old beats, and you may feel he sit in that room with you and he craft that beat for you. Now, even though I may have destroyed two or three Jay-Z records that he, you know, two or three turns that he gave Jay-Z, <laughs> those records were purposely designed for him. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah. And then there's that fact that he believed in us when no one else didn't. And they're the first guys that ever took us on a tour, took us around the world. And, and uh, you know, I, I love, I love from there. And, and Guru, God bless Guru. I mean, you know, these cats come to my house, play with my kids. You know what I mean? So it's really a family deal. And I'm happy to say that my family is a comp. Really a right. comp. People look around You know? Yo, yo, Billy Dance, man. Definitely, you know, appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. You guys doing incredible things. Always in my top top three as far as groups of all time. Now, I'm going to take you back real quick, right? On the chorus that y'all did. Classic Jank. One of the many classic joints. It's the world's famous rugged never smooth. M H K O H P on the. Thank <laughs> Now, right? Coming from coming, from coming from coming from so much uh 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 man war zone basically out out in Brownsville, hometown of. Celebrities, well-known celebrities such as Shannon Briggs, Mike Tyson, you and Little Fame, a slew of others, right? How were you able to, first question is, how were you able to still keep that passion and keep that focus to stay stay with the rap game and, and, you know, get on? And then number two, where were you at when you first heard your first single on the radio? Um, well, where I was when I first heard the thing, I think I was, I was on actually. Um, it was um, uh, the transition from, from, from our world, and, and our world is different from anywhere else. There's a Brownsville in, in um, uh, Illinois that is called the Chicago, you know what I'm saying? Um, same, same deal everywhere. So it, it was, uh, uh it, those neighborhoods. You gotta be. You gotta. You gotta be able to see past the dime bag of smoke, which it was hard for us to do. You know what I mean? Hard for us to get past that day. Like we just need to focus on that day and to get past. And the turn was actually hearing the record on the radio. Uh, it didn't turn financially right away, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Just hearing that gave us some hope. Like you, the video gave us some hope. You know what I mean? Nobody in our neighborhood 
has done anything other than crime. Uh, so the focus was to pin and get our family, I, I would say families, but we're all one family, um, to get our family in a better position so they didn't have to do the things we did, that our older brothers did, that our fathers did, possibly our grandfathers did. You know what I mean? So that was the way to be focused. Like, you're already, like, you're, you're a, pro- I, don't, I don't mean it like this literally, but you're a professional loser. You're good at that. You're good at getting thrown in jail. You're good at not making enough money. You're good at everything that says fail or failure. Try something else. It's the, you know, it's, it's, it's the common sense, bro. It's like, you know, if you keep doing the same thing, you can always expect the same result. So, so you know, let's do something different and see what happens. And it was safer, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was a little bit safer, which was cool. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Now my now 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 one more one more quick question, right? Um, shout out to Hype Williams. Hype Hype Williams did uh the video for How About Some Hardcore. Take us back to that to that transition, man. Cause I heard originally when um Hype Williams sent y'all the video, you had to make some some proper edits to make it to make it your vision of what y'all wanted it to be, correct? Yeah, well, really, the, the entire video is out there. You know, we, we right, actually right, right, right. stand here, point the camera here. Stand there, right. point the camera here. Stand here, point the camera there. Um, when he sent us first, and remember, this is our very first video. Uh, when he sent us back the first edit, we liked it because we told him to stand there and point the camera here. But there was no color. Oh, but right. we happened to, to run into him in New York on uh, Bleaker Street. And, uh, you know, asked him to get in the car. And uh, <laughs> I come back down to Brooklyn and told him, you know, call it, actually call the people and come on down, let's, let's shoot. So if you see the whole How About Some Hardcore video, it's all black and white. And then there's a splash of color. Wow. So the splash of color was after we bumped into him on Bleaker Street and asked him to come on back down to Brooklyn. Yeah. That, was, that video yeah. right well, it worked, there, it worked out pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It worked pretty good. You know, um, there's a couple of things about MOP that I always really like. For one, I feel like you guys are um you don't get the credit for how you and Fame go back and forth, like every four bars. You don't get the credit the ad libs for the ad libs. And then the other thing that about me is that for y'all to make records that's so hard, y'all always had some of the best damn hooks that I've ever heard. Like, did y'all, did you, was that something that, you know, that y'all sat down and said, like, yo, all right, lyrics gotta be dope, or hooks gotta be dope also? Cause you know, there's people that they, they spit, they'll spit, but the hook will be trash. But if you think about the hooks that y'all put out, like those songs, even to today, still the hook, stay in your head. Right. right. Well, first thing I'm gonna say, I, 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 I never correct you, brother. But I'm just gonna just give you a, another look at this. Um, as far as us not getting the credit, I believe that's from people that don't know. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. coming from where we come from, still being alive, traveling the world five times, putting all the kids through college, you know, taking care of everything that needed to be financially. Um, yeah, I think we can call it above the radar. Um, and as far as uh, the records go, like, I think they did this unconsciously, right? Just because we were kids and we were having fun with it. 
Uh, we create these records, like I said, unconsciously in the beginning, um, for performances. Um, because we like performing. We didn't know it at the time, but <laughs> so unconsciously that happened and it turned into things. And we always, uh, something that we're really big on and sort of a family slogan for myself, Tef, Fame, anybody else in my crew that actually gets in the booth, three lines should be a thick quote. Whether it's the verse and, or the hook, but everything, and everything should be a stomach. Listen, you know what I mean? Like every, we should make, you should, you should, I want you to feel exactly how I feel when I'm in this, when I'm, or when I wrote the song, I, that's all I need you to do. And how I give it to you is based on that. I'm gonna give you everything that I got so you can feel exactly how I feel. That's my accomplishment. You know what I'm saying? So again, that, that's what I'm accomplishing. That's, uh, that, that means to me that uh, I'm giving my credit if you're listening and you're feeling it the way that I'm dying to be. You know what I mean? It's funny, it's funny you put it that way, man, because I tell you, y'all, the music that y'all made, I think everybody, everybody felt that shit. I'm talking mm-hmm. about from Annie up. I wasn't, I wasn't even making Annie up with Buster and you control yourself. I don't even know how you do that. But then even songs like, <laughs> then even songs like Calm Down. Now, the, the, the term of that song, but when you hear it, that, oh, 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 oh. Boom! Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Play that whole hook, my lord. Now, I'm on the East Coast, and you talked about traveling abroad. Yo, how do your fans receive you abroad versus in the states? Um, they got, and we're talking about my fans. My fans are the same around the world. Nice. The fans are different. You know what I'm saying? My fans still my fans. So I get the same passion in Georgia that I'll get in Jordan. You know what I mean? But I get that same, same welcome. Um, it's funny that you would bring up the calm down because I didn't realize that record was so big. <laughs> People loved that record. I didn't know. For years, we didn't perform it until one day we decided just um, it in there. changed the set list and we threw it in the set and we performed it we were in Paris and you could see Mos Def was getting on after you could see Mos Def almost like running through the crowd like <laughs> that's my shit and as I'm seeing him almost yeah. forgot the words right <laughs> so I'm like oh shit he likes this record so when it comes on now I'm really I'm always gonna be uh, proud to perform anything that that uh, that we need but this one, um, because it was it snuck up on me. Yeah, that it was a good rap. Yo, I'm really you, proud of it, and that's another moment that I have like accomplished. You know what I mean? It, there's a bunch of hidden gems in all of your albums, man, and that's why I'm like, yo, why does nobody listen to albums? Not that anybody even makes good albums anymore with some great music, but I love listening to y'all's music of the past. I'm, a lot of y'all artists, and I'm glad that you mentioned the MCs that you're listening to. You still listen to people in your era, because I still listen to Sadat X. Sadat X put a damn album out almost every other month. You know what I'm saying? And there's tragedy. 
there is so many of the 90 artists that are still making music. Y'all are like the Motown for me. Y'all are still, y'all are like these old niggas in their 70s still making great music. I swear to you, man. <laughs> Yo, I, I love every minute of it. Taking nothing away from the new cats. But as long as y'all right. brothers from the 90s still making music, got me. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. I appreciate it, man. Did you, uh, did you guys get a chance to, to what's up for the last two years? I've been, uh, like, put out solo, solo joints. Yeah. I put out the, uh, six pack, and then, uh, like, eight months later, I put out eight dozen, and then last yeah. year on birthday, uh, and then 15th, I put out, um, something called Listening Session. Listening uh, Session. Uh, so it's just different sides of me, because people don't know me as, they know me as a part of MOP, and I'm always going to be a part of MOP. Like, there's nothing I could do about it if I wanted to. Um, but just to show people different sides, so that's why I created all these uh, from a solo uh, point of view. And then it's, it's really like, it's, even though it's me all on the record, it's not solo because the same don't like the record. I can't use it. Right. So I gotta, again, same in the beginning, like the beginning of the conversation, I have to press them every time. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, right. Tell right, us right. Now, 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 being that you have out, you know, list, the, the, the listening session and the other projects. As far as with listening session, tell us about some of the production and features that that are that are on there for the for the listeners out there. So, so let, let me just let me just give you basically a self-explanatory. Right, it's the listening session it's designed for you to listen. This is mm -hmm. why there's not an Annie up on there. Right, it's designed for you to listen. And it was inspired by me being trolled a few years back, but I don't know if it was uh, male, female, young or old, but it was on Twitter and they kept saying, can't rap, what? Listen to your joints for your whole career. Pause <laughs> ain't up, pause. So I took that negative energy and I, and I used it as a positive and I created the listening session. I did with, uh, and it was, it, 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 it came directly at that person. Like, I need you to know, at the very least, I right. can rap. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, <laughs> uh, so uh, my guy, whose name is Izzy, he's from uh, Switzerland, um, younger cat, but he had this pack for these soulful beats and, you know, strong hip-hop presence in his production, like traditional hip-hop. And when he sent me beats, I just started listening to him. They made me want to listen. So again, right in the pocket with the listening session. Um, he, I mean, every beat was dope. In my opinion, well, not, you know, my opinion doesn't matter when it comes to me putting music out here. The opinion of uh, my peers and fans, this is the best record that I've put together. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I got I got a jump on there with uh, Method Man. Got them. That, the, the, yeah. The beat yeah. made the beat. I'm like, this feels like a superhero is on the way. <laughs> so I I wrote like the the you know the beginning bars of like, my my verse is like, let's make us a superhero. Uh, Draper in the trench, Timberland on his feet, 16 in his wrench, customized yeah. Cadillac with presidential tents in the button that he can put a cushion, come through the vent, right? 
that the whole song happened from though that first bar, that first two bars right there. I was like, Woo! nice. So I just I was writing, and I felt like so what I did in the verse is I built a superhero, which is me, out of every one of my friends, saying Tefox, Flip, Ray, wow. Rocco. So that's how I built a superhero, and, and I didn't even have the hook, but listen to the hook, the hook is 12 bars. I literally sat there and listened to shit and go, put that there. I don't know nothing about Marvel or comics or none of that shit. I'm put that there. Put that there. Rap building for, <laughs> for 12, 12 bars, which is way over, but it's music. There's no actual structure. And then I thought about it. The superhero and hip-hop music to me is Method Man. Everywhere I see him around the world, he's a superhero, bruh. And he's the same dude that I met when we were 20 years old and had not a dime. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it's crazy because as I thought about him on the record, I thought about the time where I'm walking down, I'm coming from somewhere, walking down 34, he hops out the sunroof of a limousine like he just seen his favorite cousin that he hasn't seen in a year or so. We kicked it. At that moment, we see the original one woman walking down the block. All shit is playing in my head as I'm going, Will Christie, I swear to God, Linda Carter walks right down the block, walks right past her. You know, math, especially a young man, oh shit, that's the Wonder Woman. <laughs> All that's playing in my head as I'm writing this record. It was perfect for the record. Wow. Um, that's crazy. Also, we have Happy Brother Joint, uh, uh, One to Grow. Um, which for me uh, is a really important record. I love that there's no drums in it. It gives me that passion to, to rap the way I rap. And I needed to have it going, going why let it first. I didn't want them to do a verse. I just wanted them to do the ad lib. To me, it feels amazing. What that means to me is amazing. So people don't know that. And the first artist we ever met in the music industry was Mother. So this is before anybody had any footing either one of us had any footing. So I feel, I thought I owe him anything, but I feel like a uh, direct connection and having to still back me up after, after almost 30 years in the music game. So that's what it means to me. Of course, I got fame on there. Um, I got a joint with Dad from uh, Dog Pound. I got a joint with with, um, with Cormega, uh, which I really love. If you know anything about Cormega, his reputation is not tainted anywhere. Not in the streets, not in the business, not in college, right? right. Nowhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he's, he's, an, he's an honorable dude. Uh, so that's why that's, that's a great record for him uh, to be on. And I got a, a song with my son, which I'm really proud of. Um, it's called Damn. And I liked it with my son. Uh, on the, beat. the beat that I needed. You know, I, I'm saying we got all these records. I need something that feel like this, but I don't know what to do with it. So I gave it to my son. On Dan, who's, who's your son? Who's your son on Dan? Uh, El Boogie? La Boogie, yeah. Yeah, La, La Boogie. Boogie. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I, I like the way he danced around that beat. So, yes, sir. Um, he, he, he did what he was supposed to do. You know, he, he, he was, he's responsible for guiding that whole song. And, and I'm, I'm really proud of him. Yeah, I mean, it's my kid. But I'm honest with him, too. If, right. if, it, if it's whack, it's whack. I don't quit. Um, but it's a record that, that, that blended really good uh, with the rest of the album. That song got a dope vibe. I like that song, man. Yo, I never, I never had the yeah, opportunity. Yeah, right. Dope vibe, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I never had an opportunity to see you brothers perform in person. Tell, please tell me, do y'all perform um, Stick to Your Guns? No, that's the hardest wreck in the world to perform, dude. And we figured that shit out years ago. Woo. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, dude, we performed that record one time years ago. I think we performed it maybe two or three times. So, bro, you ever before? If you wasn't there those two times we performed it, it's over, champ. We ain't gonna see it. <laughs> I remember getting, yo, getting that CD. And usually when I when I get a CD or get an album, I'll, I'll listen to maybe like the first 30 seconds of each track, just go through it and be like, all right. And then I'll listen, go back to the beginning and listen to it in its entirety. When I got that CD and put that joint on and that that came on, I think it was like track for three on the Fire Squad album. I was like, yeah, I must have bought that back five times. I'm like, yo, M.O.P. and G rap. Like, that's legendary. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, yo, that's, that's like one of my favorite joints by you too. So I guess I'm, yo, I wasn't there. I'm not going to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just missed out, champ. I, I tried to call you, text you, anything. You ain't even bro. <laughs> yo, from the, um, on the first album, you was all with DR, period. But the second album, Premier, Lays, like, why no DR, period, on the second album? I'm sorry, bro. You, you, you cut out a little bit. You said that. Uh, why? Why are uh, on the second album? I think that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. Why no DR period production for the second album? Nah, you know what? That was, that was crazy. Um, it wasn't no issues or anything. It's just that we were now starting around, uh, and DR was actually moving around. So, so DR is like our brother, right? Way before music, DR's from right around the corner from my my mother's house, and, mm -hmm. and like right around the corner and fame. It, right across the, the vacant lot and get to DR's door. So it was a, a real family thing when we, when we brought it in, and it's still that. But at this time, like, we just wanted to bounce around and find something new, something different. And we all started working with a lot of other people, too. So it's more of a, um, a move of spreading out, branching out. Yeah. Wish you though, because you know, DR came back, it literally gave us our biggest record that we ever had till today, which is Annie Up. Um, so yeah, I that's been what happened then. Yeah, he did the first album with exception of one song, um, Guns N' Roses, Silver D did that record, but and DR, you, it's something about DR, I don't think people know this about him, but analyzing him over the years as a producer. First of all, I don't know if there's many producers can do what DR does. Any kind of record you want, he can give you. Any kind. Gospel. Hip-hop, trap, R&B, rock, anything. A lot of producers can't do that. And he do it. He's so perfect, dude. He, again, he's like fame. He, they, they can't dance, but they all got it. They right on the beat, right on the beat. So as a producer, DR may be, and I'm not talking about accomplishments because we'll look at other cats and be like, well, he, his house is bigger than that, or he just much money. I'm talking about as a producer, all the money goes away. DR may bust everybody at it. Mm. And that's just me being honest because well-rounded. DR is like a productive group on his own. Not many producers like that. So shout out to DR, the whole Rock Boy group. Uh, you know, they, they got the whole label going on now. My man Fly Ty, 
uh, Dunny Brown, uh, Very Good, all them cats over there. Dr. My guy, man, great, great producer, yo. Yeah, we have a, we have a lot of artists come on, and I always ask them like, what did they learn from their first project, their second project? And most of the time, people say the industry. Well, I learned the business. But from an artistic standpoint, what did you learn from your first album to your second album? Um, what I learned was, and it's crazy because we just talked about how we started brand new, dealing with different producers, different people. Our first album, we were self-contained. And it wasn't about music, it was about us. Because we're us and we don't deal with other people. Because we don't trust other people, we don't know other people. So what I learned from the first album and, and going into the second album is that everybody ain't against you. That's something to do with the music industry, it's just life period. You know what I'm saying? So we come from a place like, you know, you gotta go to the corner store, you gotta have it. Point right there, but you just feel like you gotta have it, even if you don't need it. With you. Um, so that's really what I learned because I didn't learn the business until later on. Uh, but yeah, what I what I learned was everybody's not against you. Uh, you got give people. I mean, you watch people, but you give them <clears throat> you give them the benefit of the doubt. You let them hang themselves, so to speak. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, that that's pretty. That that's really what I learned. I had nothing else. I, I didn't figure out how to move none of the fucking keys on the keyboard or none of the none of the or the board. Nothing. I figured nothing out. But everybody's not against me. That's right. That's it. Relationships. Yeah, you yeah. gotta make that and you gotta keep good ones, man. The ones you can hold on to, hold on to. For real, man. Yep. 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 What, what's Even the ones what's you don't the last... really have to watch? What's the what's the what's the last movie, book, or documentary you watch that you can recommend? And has the second question: Has the music industry ever jaded you, and why? Uh, last movie. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really not big on watching TV, but my wife she beats me like reality show. If you'd ask me what's the last reality show I watched. <laughs> I can lay that all out for you, bro. <laughs> uh, aren't, movies, you, aren't you aren't you aren't you um working on a reality show? Reality show and documentary. That's what I do. So um the music business it never really I don't know not personally connected to the music industry. You know what I mean? So I don't let it bother me one way or the other. Like, I don't look at other artists and go, well, we started at the same time. I found out you a couple more million than I got. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't let that bother me. Because like I said, you know, <clears throat> coming from where I came from, for one, you know what I mean? Like, sending the kids to school, living in a nice neighborhood. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm the, when I say rich, dude, I feel rich as fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I'm not bothered by who made more money or who got more props. I did what I needed to do in the business. And as a man, I did what I needed to do, which is raise my family and make sure they have everything that they needed. So the business don't bother me. The industry don't bother me, bro. I, I kid you not. I was telling my boy Lazer, um, whose birthday it is today, happy birthday to my boy Lazer. Um, <clears throat> but I was just telling him this, how... Nothing bothers me 
now. Like for the last four years, nothing has bothered me about this business. And normally, like the whole, my whole career, people are like, yo, we gotta go do this. I'm like, fuck, you I don't wanna do this. <laughs> yo, we gotta do this because of man, fuck that, man, I ain't going. Yo, boo can't go, I ain't going. Yo, nah, yo, we gotta do this. This is what's going on. I was being, you know, a hot headed kid. I hear that, I don't hear that. And I was always bothered, yo, why the mics were so low, or why they cut the mic off when we got on, why wants to go out, I'm not bothered. You know what, put me on the stage before you're, before you're idle, and I'm going to boss his ass, and then I'm going to leave, and whoever, and I'm talking about, I'm going to tear him to fucking pieces, too. I'm not going to play, you know what I mean? Just to show you that I'm not bothered by it, you know what I mean? Right, that's right. So, when, the, when the checks come... You know what? Long back my fans, yeah, I'm happy. Yo, that one got, you know, was for five million. That one got two and a half. So y'all gotta butt it down, no problem. I got some money coming from somewhere else anyway. Plus the kids are good. We don't need all of that shit for no headaches, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. So the, the business never at one point it did, bro. Um, because you gotta think about sitting back and watching um people that you know that's not as good as you. When it comes to, and I'm not talking about no fan base, no uh, promotion, none of, none of that. I'm talking about people that's not as good as you earn more or get more props. And uh, a person that's not level with it, that will really bother you. You know what I mean? Until you, until you get a hold of yourself. When you get a hold of yourself, see, we got a whole big world, but. And everybody in this world is important to me and everything that goes on in this world is important to me, but my world is more important. As long as I take care of the people in my world, the industry and everybody else can kiss my entire ass on both sides. You hear me, nigga? I'm cool as a fan over here. <laughs> hey, I'm cool you, as a you, fan you, over you, here, champ. Can you tell us, uh, you know, because being that, uh, you know, Versus is, is, is a major contribution to the, to, to music overall but especially for, for the for the hip-hop industry too like you know we, we saw how uh red and red the meth did their thing the other day would, would, would you and uh fame be be open to do a versus with you know fame probably uh, would, but i'm not with it okay okay i'm not with it and i and i'll tell you why i had this time everybody keep asking you why 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 i ain't never told nobody but i'm gonna tell you right I don't like, I mean, they go, do it for the culture, for the culture, for the culture. Look, if you like being an artist and you like that person or that group as an artist, just listen to the records, bro. <laughs> the, perception, <clears throat> the perception that people have when it's competition is you yeah. got to lose. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't want none of my brothers to be up there and lose something that they they took 20, 30 years to build just for what they call the culture that don't really take care of anyone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I tell like, you what, so though. I, I, tell, I tell you what, man. I tell you what, man. Like, by far, you and fame get up on that stage, it's slim to none people going against y'all going song for song. I mean, like, you know, you guys got Annie up. You guys got my kind of nigga. You packing blue steel. You guys got so many goddamn uh, uh, classics that are, that, that, that just openly tear the club up. The but I mean, I, I do respect what you're saying, though, but, but overall, but overall, man, it, it, I mean, hey, two cats going against y'all, it's going to be tough. 
Yo, Zane, this is the question. That's what that's what he said. Y'all heard him. <laughs> <laughs> who who would you Come put on, up? Bro. Yo, Zane, who would you put up against MOP? Sheesh. As far as two artists um, from any any coast, I would say. Damn, man. I would say uh Nobody. Nobody. They have the distinction. No, 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 no. See, 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 but see, another thing too is that ultimately the way I look at it, yeah, it's 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 competition, but it's healthy competition because at the end of the day, there really is there really is no winner because everybody's just coming to bring their talent, bring their love for that for that music. Yeah, but I would I would say, yeah, I mean it's 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 slim to none, man. I don't you know think nobody it. MOP, and I hate using the word versus because I, I get your point, Billy. Like, why would you want to? It's all together, man. If, if MOP was up there with EPMD, Woo-hoo. EPMD don't dope, bro. Oh my Damn. God, it's so dope. Yeah. That's so dope. I'll pay for that, yeah. Hey, I give performances so dope, bro. Yeah, I love I the big homies, man. Yeah. I can see. Let, just... let me tell you something. The fact that EPMD would even be mentioned in this particular topic of the conversation, like I don't know if you if you could imagine how that feels like coming from actually being their fan, right? And growing up as a kid being their fan. To you guys saying something like that, or he calling my phone two weeks ago, you know what I mean? Like, that wow. is ridiculous to me, right? Or DMC in my phone one day. I'm just looking at the phone. He's going, yo, it's DMC, and I'm at the phone. Like, this is, man, I wanted to be him. I didn't, I didn't just like him as an artist, I wanted to be him. You know what I mean? So he's in my phone. So. That, that all this shit means a lot to me, bro. All this yeah. shit means a lot to me, man. So hey. even to be mentioned with with EPMD is crazy. And it's guys legends, man. And it's, you know, funny, it's funny you mentioned DMC because I was thinking of what two other tandem outside of yourself and Fame who rock like that. And you mentioned the locks, but then I was in my mind, I'm like EPMD. Run DMC, these guys is classic. You're aligned with classic guys. Like, there's no other group. Crazy. I would say another talented group do a duo is Ray and Ghost. Shout out to Ray and Ghost. Ray and Ghost, absolutely. I was about to say that. If you look at some of the verses now, like even with Red Band and Meth or Ray and Ghost, those are more complimentary than competition. You know, like that's just putting on the show type shit. Well, I, th- I think it turned into that for that first. But was, I remember everybody didn't understand, and it wasn't just for the culture. It was like versus this mm-hmm. one versus that one in the beginning. So, like, um, to me, it was more like somebody's got to lose. It's like any war you go through, right? There's always got to be a casualty. You know what I'm saying? So, somebody, somebody got to lose. I want to hear um, this artist. And, and not compare them because I'm listening to them for something for two different reasons anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, here's why, here's why it's very simple. Here's why some 
rap concerts aren't successful because you got five of the same artists. Right. <laughs> so they have all of them have the same fan. So how are you gonna if you don't if they, if one of them can't fill the room up alone together they can't fill the room up because they don't have the right. same fans. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you know I, I just look at things a little bit different. I see things from from a different view. Um, yes. I don't want right. to compete with anybody. If any, I don't have to compete for anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't. I do that. And sometimes like I don't. I'll turn the verses on, but I, I'll just put the phone down or something. I'll yeah. tune in. I don't want to see it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Because when I, when, I, when I see that artist again, I want to have that same thought about him. Yeah. I don't want to be like, ah, I realize your music is not as good as I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got your yeah. bus, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you, make, you, make, you make a good point, though. Like, that's, that's what, to me, has come out of verses. Like, verses at its core has good intentions but if you really step back and look at it like a lot of that shit is a popularity contest and then you listen and you're like damn you don't really have 20 good songs like 20 songs that ring off like that you know and then right. you have other situations where there are people that their music just hasn't aged well you know some people music right. just has right. well. like I've seen I've seen some and you verses gotta be a fan. you gotta be a fan to like it and when you, like you said, the music hasn't aged well. When you listen back to it, you realize uh, that mix was whack, bro. Like <laughs> that punchline was that punchline wasn't a punchline, bro. That shit wasn't dope. <laughs> Leave it alone. Bro, you just said a pinch line? A pinch, a pinch line. line, yeah. <laughs> you got a punch line. Oh, that wasn't a punch line. It was a pinch line, bro. Come on. <laughs> so just, just leave it alone so you don't care what you got. Because now, you know, you know your little royalty check that got smaller and shit. All because <laughs> it, it got smaller. It was, it was already small. Now that it got smaller, because you up there fucking around. So why you gonna get it going again? No, nigga, just leave it alone. Put it down, son. You know, like take it easy, bro. Word, word. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm conscious of every of most of the things that that gotta happen or could affect me in any kind of way. Yo, brothers had the distinction of being signed to three good labels. Y'all was on Loud, y'all was on Rockefeller, and y'all was on G Unit. How come we never got a Rockefeller or G Unit? project from MOP. Well, I mean, Rockefeller, we see what happened there. There was some, some things going on internally that we didn't know about. And we, oh, it's over. Nothing. All right. See, fucking with y'all niggas, y'all done made me miss the story. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, uh, the Rockefeller situation. Now, so people don't know that um, when the rock was a pebble, I like to say, um, Dan and Jay would come while we were working on the second album. Actually, Dan and Jay would come to the studio almost every day. Mm. We were in between deals. <clears throat> if you listen to the second album, I forget what record it is, but I said uh, we eject from select, and now our shit is bumping loud. So we yeah. were supposed to go to loud. Uh, so we were in between deals, and. Uh, it was coming to the to the uh not doing a deal with them we went with other um 
Now, they had some internal problems over there. Obviously, the world knows that by now. They had some internal problems over there that had nothing to do with us. It was already there. So, you know, they, they, uh, you know, they feel each other day and day. And, uh, like I said, they're coming to my session when The Rock was a pebble. So, I watched them build this whole label and this business where they was making a hundred million dollars a month. Right? I watched them build that. So they basically turned shit into sugar while I saw it. And then they broke apart. One of them called me after they broke apart. I went to see Dame offered me a room full of money. I went to see Jay would offered me a room and a half of the money. I thought was I can't take any money simply because if you could shit on somebody who helps you turn shit into sugar, what are you gonna do? To- yep. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I, I fell back off that one, and that don't say anything about them because I don't know their issue, whatever it was. I just right. know if you can be loyal to someone who helped you become who you are, and I'm not talking about either one of them. I'm talking about both of them and anybody in kind of situation. If you can't be loyal to someone to help you become who you are, you can't be loyal to me. It's impossible. That's right. So, or you care about me. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? So, that's what kind of happened there. So, I didn't really care with either one of them. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I think, um... I don't want to say it was something going on internally, but I think like every record label, label, not company, every record label has its time, its rise and its fall. Right. Um, when that style of music starts to die because you're labeled for this kind of music, once that style of music starts to die, the label goes away too. It fades out too. Um, so I think... Uh, we just didn't have enough time to create the records that we that would need that would need for us to put them out. So that's kind of what happened there. I mean, and, and shout out to Fifty too. The whole G unit, they was cool. I mean, you know, do do give us the couch. You know, what I'm saying in the house that they built. Uh, I got a little too uncomfortable, so we fell. You know what I mean? Just kind of like that. So it was never no hard feelings between us and Rockefeller or G unit. Uh, it just work out a little more of a time mm-hmm. If I could say that, I think that's what it was. This time. Right, right, right. Hey, talk, talk about um, talk about your memorable session you had with Big Pun when Big Pun was alive. Rest in peace, Big Pun. Yeah, man, Pun was a fun dude. Great dude. Working with him was great. <clears throat> and I remember, I didn't realize it until after that. Joe, you know, Joe, Joe said it two or three times while we were there at the funeral about how MOP was favorite group. I didn't know that, but it didn't. It didn't even matter because of the energy that we had together with this dope. So we're getting, getting the, uh, and the students just hang out for a bit, huh? Right. Um, and then get to the record, of course. But man, that, he was a good dude and a hell of a. Hell of an MC, bro. Yes, sir. And 
you know, like we we pride ourselves on our performance. Our performance is supposed to be the most amazing, right? We're the amazing performers in the world. I can remember going to Washington D.C. doing the show with Pun and Joe. Now we know how big they both were back in the day, size-wise, right? They were big guys, and we know how Pun rapped. And I'm saying, because we had this friendly competition, right? I'm saying, this is going to be a piece of cake, right? But we're going to be able to kill it. I know they're going to do good, but we're going to kill it, kill it. Dude, Pun got on the on the stage as big as he was. And not losing any breath. I'm going, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going. How is he doing this, right? Now I'm nervous as hell. Because like I said, we had a competition back then. I'm like, wow. The first time I ever seen him perform, and they slaughtered it, bro. Like, the breath control was ridiculous. Um, yeah. Good guy, man, a friend of mine, you know, rest of the punch. Really, really good guy, man. It was really, really sad. I was just, I was just maybe a week before he passed away. We went and did a uh, ladder. Together, uh, New York Giants, you know, I think it is, and right. uh, I can remember exactly where I was when I got the news. Um, Fox called me and told me to pull the call, but she needs to talk about something, she, you know, she laid that on. Hmm. But uh, yeah, man, hats off the pun and all the, all the uh, you know, and what he brought to 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 this industry or to the music talk culture. I'll right. tell you what, Dan, real oh, quick, um. I, I, I tell you what, real quick, you know, as a, as as a piggyback of what you just said. First of all, rest in peace, of course, to uh to, to big pun, big shout out to Fat Joe. But bro, yep. all three of y'all, if y'all look at that video, Fat Joe and, and Pun got called twins when they going back and forth. You guys could tell that was an inspiration yep. that came from you guys, from MOP. The way they, as far as the cadence, going back and forth, trading them words. That stuff that you and you know fame do, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never even thought about it, bro. Yeah. I never even thought about that. I actually was looking at that video the other day, and the first yeah, thing I thought was, yeah, fame, cool. fame, and right. fame, but, you know, fame. Man, I read an article. Oh, that. You know, that yeah. that just gave me some inspiration. Mm-hmm. I, I might go to the moment just and just write a song because I'm tired of that. Nice. Great, brother. Thank you, man, for that information. No problem. Check it out. Check it out again. I'm sure you saw the video, but check it out again, bro. That that cadence. Bam, bam, bam. It's MOP all day, bro. Yeah. I'm hearing it in my head right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it felt different from from uh Dre and Snoop. Even the yeah. And you know, no, that felt different from the way they did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm calling. Hold on, someone need to get that check, man. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of checks, they had the um the article come out saying that Apple Music is paying a penny for stream now. What's your opinion on streaming? Um. Cause you think about it, yo, we, we look at that. He's like, wow, a whole penny before that shit was what a third of a penny. Yeah, maybe oh, less than so, that. Oh, so we could, oh, we gonna get rich now. 
<laughs> oh, well, oh, we're going to ball now, huh? Okay. But no. no. Uh, I think you froze up. To to I'm far away from music. I created because... Yo, you hear me, bro? Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah. No? No, yeah. Not that I... Um, Yo, you hear me, bro? You, you. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, you. Yeah, we hear you. We hear you. Yeah. Yo. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, so not that I don't. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. So it's not that I don't pretend to do what's going on with streaming and all the online services and all that, but I'm just away from the music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really. I really only make it because it's how I want to hear it. Right. That's why I'm making music now. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, so, but I do think that whatever's being streaming is pretty free, I guess, or whatever. I, I don't really know, but I think they should pay the, the artists should get what they deserve, I think. Because you imagine if we actually all all the artists pulled together and had the power to say I never want my record played again right mm-hmm. for the artists so there would be no music played anywhere the world would go nuts so I understand that this business is about us so you should take care of the take care of the heart you know what I'm saying if you take care of the heart Blood keep pumping through. So everywhere. So if we, that's right. So, uh, um, but I think, as we all know, the music business is designed that the artist can become the star and the money goes to the company. Right. That's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? I I think it's dope now that we've all a lot of people have figured out that we don't need those companies. Uh, they still keep their thumb on you because they have the relationships with these job ass DJs that you've been for years. And you know, if, if they don't send, if your record is not in the pile they're sending to the radio station, then they're not, nobody's playing it. Because most of the DJs play records that they don't even like. It's just right. that they're the station, the station that they work for, have a relationship with that major label who has been giving them funds. In, in whichever way, whether it's by ads, whatever it is, they, but they had this relationship for 30 years, 40 years, and that money's been being pumped through, however, so that's what you hear, all the artists from this label. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All the artists from this label, all the artists from this label, and that's all you hear on the radio all day long, all day long. It has nothing to do with how dope song is. The popularity comes with it and beat in your head. Right. It don't have nothing to do with, yo, I like it, let me tell my friend about it, and I'll tell my friend about it. No, it should be in beating your head, that's like. So, you know, if we, if we, you know, again, like the industry, is, is it's all about us. So if we did have that power to say, stop uh, in our record all as, as a whole, then the people will go nuts, and then we'll have all the power. But that's just fantasy shit, right? <laughs> that ain't that ain't about to happen. 
that's the if we if we understand we if we control this about us, you know. Sound like for the DJs, maybe you may here, need to do the Hype Williams video joint, take oh, yeah. for a ride. I'm getting the car. You hear me? <laughs> I hear you, bro. <laughs> I <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean some of them some of them actually deserve it. You should say we should have saved the spot for lots of their ass. Now we need like a, a train to fit them all in. You know what I mean? They got a seat here. <laughs> Oh, get in the bus. Get on the bus. Come, come have a seat with me real quick, man. Oh. Let me go. Where did he go? You there, B? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm here, bro. I'm just trying to connect the Wi-Fi right now. Right, right, right. Now, now, now that you're in this climate of working solo or working, you know, by yourself, what, 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 what's it like recording solo versus? recording a group project you got more freedom you get to choose the production you want it was weird mm -hmm. it was weird um both but neither but I still have to send it through the pipeline to get okay right mm -hmm. so if I put records together that Fox don't like or Jeff think is a little eh, then I gotta redo it um, so no, there's no freedom. I'm tied to these niggas forever. These niggas can, these niggas run me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just, I just gotta, I just gotta be, I just gotta be the best me. Um, and, and hope that they appreciate it. And if they appreciate it, then I'm, I'm good to go with it. You know I think, I mean? I, so they, they actually all not surprised. Say that again, bro. Now I was saying this this project, um, the listening session is you. Like yeah. I'm glad you called it that because you listen to the quality of lyrics and how you put things together, the story format that you put together. It's a good listening album. You know what I mean? It ain't about knocking your head. Even though when I hear your voice, I'm waiting for that Annie up shit. But <laughs> I'm listening to this album and it made me really sit and pay attention to what's going on. And you can tell. You can tell the growth in your maturity as an MC too, and as a person. You know what I mean? So I hear a lot of that in this album, man. So kudos to you for this for this project you put together, bro. Yo, from, from the outside looking at it, as a, you know, as a fan, as a fan, and that, and but I'm, I'm still I'm still gonna give you that I'm, I'm still gonna give you that MOP. I, I need good for that. So. Need that. <laughs> You that. Man, it's good though hearing you talk about, you know, talk about your team like that because from being an external as a fan and looking at it, it looked like, you know, everything is real close-knit. So hearing you speak about it, it just confirms it that y'all got a good team. Yes. Well, I mean, it's, it's way before rap. Some people know that, some people don't. Like, it's really way before rap. Like, there was, like, we're so close, bro. Like, there was, like, time... Well, first of all, here's, here's the crazy thing put on me, but like me and Fame been friends so long that we don't even know where we met. 
Like, we can't say, yo, we met on the boy, we met the uncle man at school. We can't say that because it was the one of us to remember. And there was times, <clears throat> you know, when I say we family, family, like, there was times where I would come home and want to go where I would normally sleep in my own house. And if he's sleeping there, my mother wouldn't even let me wake him up. She went, no, 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 no. Leave him alone. Go Leave take alone. your ass in the back of <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So... That's so, how village. Yeah, and village. this is way before rap, bro. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. That's a fact. That's right. That's right. Tell us, tell us, tell us your. Uh, I mean, you know, you guys have an impeccable portfolio of music already. But tell us about your dream collaboration. Want to be hip hop and want to be R and B. Hip hop, yeah, like, 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 yeah, yeah one, one, yeah, wanna, dream collaboration, one from hip hop, one from R and B. R and B is crazy because that's my music. That's what I like to listen to. Uh, so you can give me anybody from any era before for two thousand and five. I will deal with any R and B. I'm talking about R and B. I'm talking about rhythm and blues, bro. I'm right, I'm right, 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 right. I'm not talking about you know. Uh, shake your ass, R and B. I'm talking about rhythm and blues, right, right, right. like when the music, when the music used to help help uh, us teenagers fall in love and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, so, yeah. So yeah, exactly. So anybody from 2005 back <laughs> on the tip, on the rap tip, if I can get one song with G-Rap, Rakim, and Scarface on it. Damn. Shit. Yeah. Woo. 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 And G rap, G rap's throwing bars out there too, son. Oh yeah, that's, that's blow. That's that's blow the speaker. Yeah, yeah. That's what about as far as R and B? What's that R and B collab right there? What you think it'll be? Tell me about that R and B collab I, now. I think, yo, you know what, bro? That would be so crazy, though, because. I like everything because I really like R&B music. I like everything from like, I would say like 2005 back. But that's all for me to choose because ah, I would need the hook from like Jagged Edge because I like the way, you know what I mean? I like the way they shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Imagine a verse from like Oh my God! Like a a back and, a back and forth verse. You go first back to back and forth verse from like Prince and Michael Jackson kind of shit. Like you know, you got eight bars, you got eight bars, dude. That this shit would be so fucking nuts, yo. Nuts. And I'm mad that y'all would ask me some shit like this because I can't figure out who the hell I need on the record. <laughs> well, I, I I I tell you what, one of the one of the closest ones. <laughs> I would say that, that that made a, a major mark out in the nineties. I would I would put Mary J. Blige out there first and then go backwards. 
Yeah, but you know what? And I love Mary. And I, I actually was going to get Mary on the record years ago. But that's a no-brainer, right? Like, mm-hmm. I want to do a record with, um, you know, somebody that doesn't make sense, but that's amazing. So I really like R&B music. And love to the fame. I love He'll tell you, he don't like driving up. He'd be like, dude, why are you playing all this fucking slow music? <laughs> I like R&B music, but I like, I like the good, good music, bruh. You know what I'm saying? The shit that makes you feel good. Like the music that helps us fall in love and shit. And, you know what I mean? Like that good shit that, that where they was actually singing about it. So definitely none of the new cats. Not saying they're not good, but yeah, that that good music, bro. So yep. I would, I would put anybody on the record from from that from that era, like any of the Motown group, yeah. any one of them. Yeah, pick one. I, 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 I would three groups from Motown. You know what I'm saying? Because they all had good music, and you could feel that shit. Mm-hmm. So the R&B, the R&B for me to choose would be that be super tough. I will tell you two real quick before I'll, 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 I'll do look. I'll do one song, then I'll do the remix, then I'll do the me mix, then I'll do the three mix. <laughs> Yo, I feel you, you on the Mary right? J though, because Mary J is to me like I love Mary J, but she like an easy go to for people. People yeah. go to Mary J. To me, one of the dopest collabs that I didn't think anybody seen coming that I really liked was um Rest in Peace to DMX when DMX got so stuck in the middle. Oh, fam. I was about to say Stephanie Mills. Stephanie oh. Mills and Nika Baker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, yeah, the, but yeah, Steph, Stephanie Mills. I was about to say Stephanie Mills, too. Him, uh, Stephanie Mills and Nika Baker. One of to those me, two. Mary J. Blige the easy go-to, though. Like, everybody always try to get Mary J. Blige. But you dig in the place. Get Stephanie Mills, you know? Get, um, how you call it, go back and, and, and see if you can get, like you said, an Anita Baker. You know, even them, them big guys can't have like Tag LaBelle before. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like if you really, really going hard, you really an R&B fan, you really about that soul, and you know, you know, you know the records, you know the classics. Mm-hmm. They get tiresome though when people start using the same people over and over for hooks. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Use Mariah to death. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you gotta spread the wealth, man. For real. Let's see if Billy Dan's pop back on real quick. I know he's having a little bit of a little bit of trouble with the signal. But yeah, we can a, switch it up. We can switch it up until he come back. This is a, this this is a, how you call it? This is a dope discussion though. And it is. Uh, yeah, I sent I sent the I sent the message in the chat to let y'all know. Yeah. Even even listening to um you know, like his, his him being candid and thinking about how he talk about like the concept of team or how he's doing a solo project, but still got the input from everybody from the team and being able to to work collaboratively. Like I think that's dope, man. Nah, yeah, it is. And and, and and them being the artist speaking to him and fame, the artists that they are, it was an I, I see not coming where they would might branch off and do one or two of their own. So like even even um fame. Solo joint was hot when it, when it dropped too, man. He did one with um, did a nice collaboration with Sean Price. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Yeah, a couple other ones. Yeah, man. 
if, if you think about, if you listen to how he spoke about like um, their collaborative process and how they are as a team, it makes sense when he's sitting the stuff with Rockefeller. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you know, if this is your man that you blew the glow, the, the, the glow up, you know, you and him got millions together, you know, and y'all fell out, you know, what's to stop me and you from falling out? Yeah. It's a matter of time, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of time. Peace to the God, I see born, knowledge born out there. Knowledge born, uh, knowledge born is going to be joining us on Friday, too. Down for the can't, promo. Wait, can't wait for that episode, man. Big shout out to Knowledge Ball. Price of Fame. Yeah, that was the name of the album, boy. Yeah. Price of Fame, that album was... It's a lot of slipped on music, man. And I'm glad he mentioned that he still listens to all his 90 peers. Because like, I say it all the time. I still listen to all of them, man. And I'm looking now that he be put, he put the bug out there, too. I mean, his gangstar put out a new joint. So I'm looking for that. Oh, what? Yeah. You said you think Gangstar, or you said Premier just put out of this song. Yeah. I tell you what, y'all, that 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 nineties music and anything prior to that, it's like fine wine. Like every every year, you always like even like the catalogs that I go through as far as the music from the nineties and especially the eighties. It's like man, it's like every time you hear a song, you hear something new. You hear something new, maybe a, a, a ad lib that you ain't catch, just something, man. And that that era right there from the '80s to '90, that was that was that was that was gladiator school. I would say everything from the '80s to like 1997, that was gladiator school. I would say 1997 because that's when, of course, when uh Big died, and when Big died. That year to 2000 and beyond, that's when, you know, the South started, you know, making it, making it, making it rain. But I feel, let me say, let me say, sorry to cut you off. Let me say this though about that. Um, like I'm, I'm conflicted because that to me was, that to me was all, it was all error. So of course there's going to be some level of bias, you know, mm-hmm. and as far as like, when you think about like all the great MCs that we had during that era, it's, it's easy for us, I think, to kind of go back and be like, yo, this, this was the golden era. But then I think about, like, if I was to have that same conversation with my parents, you know, my mom may say, well, you know, think about Motown, you miss Motown at the height of its success. You know, so I, to me, there's like a connection and nostalgia, like when you hear those 90 records, that yeah. they're always going to live on for us, because we're going to always think about we hear a song, what we were doing, you know, we was playing ball, whether he was in the street, whatever it was, when he was in high school, college, whatever, whatever it is. So it's, I look at that era and I'm like, to me, that's the best era, but I don't know if it's because of the connection that I have to it because that's the era that I grew up in. You know well, what I'm saying? That, that, no, no, I mean, I'm just talking about as far as hip hop and rap's concerned. When it comes to R&B, of course, the, the 70s nah, and 80s. Even with, even with rap, because, you know, like, look, and we grew up in that era, so of course we're gonna have strong connection and strong ties to it. Like, I'm wondering if, if I grew up I was born ten years later. Would I be? Would I have the same feeling? I guess is what I'm saying. You know, I think I, your tension, your tension span would be a lot, a lot less if you grew up later. You think so? I think so. No, bro. It's a lot of old shows out here, yo. Allow me to explain because the okay. music we listen to, coming from our parents, are kind of derivatives off of their music from the sampling and kind of rendering of what they used to play. And we just chopped it up and made it into our own thing. But those, right. music, all those music came at moments where 
it was so nostalgic. You know where it was when you heard BDP. The like, you know where you was when you heard the bridge. You know where you was when you heard uh, sucker MCs. You know where it was when you first heard the Black Album. These, 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 the artists that we grew up watching, always played a part in our nostalgia. We'd have a moment, a party we was at, a girl we was dating around this time. That music don't, it don't, it don't come off the same way now. But that's that's because that's because now it's not. Yes, right. you know what I'm saying? It's not our era. So that's why if we had a conversation with somebody who belonged to this era, or even if we spoke to our parents who probably appreciated the music from the 60s and 70s, you know, like if we would say Mary J. Blige was our Aretha Franklin or whatever it was, they right. would yell, what? Mary right. J. Blige? They may like Mary J. Blige, but at the same time, because of the moves, the moments, and the nostalgia and everything that they had when they were growing up, that's the connection that they have. So I'm not denying that the 90s to me was a golden era because it was a swarm of talent. You had Wu-Tang, Nas, Biggie, Tupac, um, you know. Yeah, yeah, all these different people came through, you know, but 10 years from now, we have this conversation, have it with our children. They'll probably be like, well, you remember this person came out, that person came out and this and that and that. It just has, it doesn't have any credibility or you know, we don't have a connection to it because it it's don't help us the right way, though. It, 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 it doesn't resonate with us. It doesn't resonate at all. Man. It doesn't resonate. It's taking nothing away from, but it don't resonate. See, but that's why I was I was about to say before is that it's all about what you what you what you tune in, what you what you tap into. Like you got a lot of people that's like twenty years old and younger. They like that vintage stuff that we grew up on. They not listening to like Lil Nas and all this other stuff right now. But that's a very few. That's a very few. That's what I have to say. That's that's a real nah. beat, man. Yo, well, well, maybe, 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 it's, maybe it's maybe it's uh maybe it's a a U.S. thing because I know over there, like in like like yeah. four seas, of course, seas is crazy. Oh, remember like, over in Japan, over in London, and all that. But that, dudes, like that's the hip hop, that's a whole different argument. Yeah, yeah, Overseas and hip hop historians, they're true. Yeah. They're all about the culture and the United yeah. States to a degree. We have fast food and we have rap. Rap is fast food for hip hop. Yeah, right? because so, United so, States hip hop is corporate, just like how you guys said it's corporate. Overseas, if you think about overseas, people are still buying vinyl. They buying merch. Remember yeah. when we spoke to Master Ace? Master Ace was like, I can go overseas and my shows sell out. Like, those are hip hop historians. Those are people who really care about the art, the craft, the breakdancing, graffiti, b boy, all that shit. Over here, it's a smaller market. So you hey, find a fan about that quick. Sir. You find yeah, a few yeah. kids that are connected and they, you know, they're hip hop historians and they really like it and they appreciate it. But that's far and few between. Like, it, here is what it is. It's like whatever's popping now. I would say, you know, and this is, I mean, there's no scientific poll, but I would say they have more of a connection to what's going on today than what went on in the 90s or the 80s. And that's just, you know, it's just, that's just because this is their time and this is the music of their, their time and their era. I would agree, bro. I'll I tell you what, agree. but like, like y'all mentioned earlier, man, about that, the strings being a penny per string, that's gonna, that's a huge difference because they was paying like, one one thousandth of whatever of, of a penny, you know, well, back you know several several weeks ago. Let's table that conversation, okay? That's something that on Friday that we are talk about with the viewers. We talk about yeah. like the around the stream stuff. 
So I guess, you know, Billy Dance, we're not, we're probably not gonna be able to get him back. But, you know, again, I wanna say, like, I thought that was a dope interview. You know, I'm a big MOP fan. So never gonna see, never gonna see them perform Stick to Your Guns, because that's one of my favorites. Stick to Your Guns, Blue Steel, and the, um, the, the Jay-Z, the joint they got on Blueprint 2, the remix so, um, for You Don't Know. Oh, that's that, like heavy. that was heavy. That was heavy. Yeah, too. Talk about four long blades because that shit right there. Oh yeah, with uh with um Teflon, Teflon that, yeah. with the Rocky beat. <laughs> Yo, so with that being said, we wrap it up for tonight. Thank you to Billy Bands for joining us. Thank you for everybody who tuned in for the interview. We appreciate everybody. This is my shit right here. Yeah. Hold on. I'm, gonna I'm gonna play this on the way out. No, don't, 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 Rob, don't. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no, no, please. We're going to get flagged. Please don't. Please don't. On that note, everybody have a good evening. Peace, everybody. Peace, y'all. Peace. Peace.